breaking news and trending talk with Mike and McCarty. Mornings on 1017 FM and 710 Kiel. Life. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike in McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Uh, meteorologist Jason Hansford from the National Weather Service. Jason, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Well, we're doing much better today. Yeah, we we ditch old Michael Berry, and you're bringing sunshine with us, huh? Yes, I guess I'm a omen of good news for a change. <laughs> so rain is gone for how long? Rain is gone for at least the next several days. I think our, really our next chance for rain will probably come back in until maybe about Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday time frame. And, again, that's going to be something we'll have to keep a close eye on. But I, I'm looking at uh, your website at the National Weather Service, and even even throughout the next week, there's only like a 50% chance of rain Tuesday night. Nothing like what we've experienced this past week. 30s and 40% chances of rain during the day. Well, keep keep in mind though too though that as we move forward in time though range you know there's going to be a little bit more uncertainty with regards to the timing though but the models our computer models are suggesting that we could have perhaps another heavy rain event moving in towards the middle part of next week. No, so we're not allowing that. Taken... It's not on your website. You say 30% chance now. Jason, I'm holding you to that. How... Well, we'll make sure to change that here a little later. How much rain over the past week have we gotten? During this system, what's the rainfall total amount? You guys keep track of all that. Yeah, we've had really widespread three to six plus inches of rain across uh, the metro area and the surrounding areas. In fact, uh, we ran a tally and out there around the Wascom area, especially the southern and eastern half of Harrison County, uh, many locations have had between seven and eight inches of rain just over the last six days. In fact, today will mark uh, the first time, I believe, since last Friday, since we've seen the uh, since we've actually seen the sun. So it's certainly welcome news indeed. Okay. Uh, what are, what's the situation now on Cross Lake? We kind of dodged a bullet with that, I think, because the gates stayed open the whole time, huh? Yeah, so far so good. As of this morning, uh, it was near 173 feet. Uh, at, at this point in time, it's still a forecast to crest between 174 and 175. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of have to wait and see because, again, this is kind of a new territory for us because uh, we're not used to seeing the gates wide open at Cross Lake here. So, uh, uh, so, but the current forecast has it cresting maybe another uh, foot or so here uh, towards the uh, latter half of this week. So how many gates are there? <laughs> don't, don't, no, it's not for him. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, there are a lot of people that say we haven't managed the gates properly over the years, but this time they've just left them open. They, you know, they're, they're realizing if the lake's at 170 or so, they're good for the water supply, and, and this has apparently eased the flooding around the lake. Big Big news for folks who live out there. Now, yes. Pardon me if yeah, you've no said this already. What what are we expecting the lake to crest? You did just say that? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was reading did. something on the website a moment ago. He was ago. looking at a squirrel. Are other areas of concern? You have Wallace Lake. Are you still worried about that at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, Wallace has taken a uh, sharp rise up. It's up around 152 feet now. 
Snow forecast across between 154 and 155 feet on Sunday, and the main threats with that will be uh, uh, some flooding there, especially along the lower end of Kingston Road, uh, and then back out towards uh, Wallace Lake Road, and even the uh, part of the golf course will probably be underwater there at Southern Trace as well. So even though we don't have rain, we still have water levels rising. Oh, yes. How, I mean, so how does that work? Well, since the ground is so saturated, it's not able to take in any more water. And so basically anything that has fallen before uh, just runs off into the area, creeks, bayous, the streams that eventually feed into these lakes. And so uh, we're seeing, we'll st- we're still seeing some rises on some of these uh uh, in these areas, creeks and streams that feed into these lakes here. So, I mean, it uh, it just takes a few days for it to completely drain through in, across the basin and, and before we start to see any kind of uh, level off on these uh, area lakes. I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but I have a silly question, if you can help me. How come the Red River has not been an issue now? Is it because the, the thaw is not happening in the north? Is that pretty much basically it? Well, a lot of the uh, Red River issues uh, that we experience here usually occur upstream, say up along the uh, Oklahoma and Texas border. And, and of course, they haven't seen quite the rainfall uh, up across, you know, that area as we have here. So, I mean, everything that's falling here is draining into the red or so, though, but so that will result in rises further downstream towards central and uh, central Louisiana as it feeds into the uh, uh, Mississippi. So are people so, below us cursing us for having these <laughs> gates well, open? Not, not so much. So they can actually take, they actually have the uh, storage capacity down there to take the uh, additional water from, from the middle Red River Basin here. So uh, so far they're they're looking good. It's just, you know, we're again focusing here, especially over far eastern Texas and northwest Louisiana as uh, things are still, it, it will still take some time for these waterways to crest. But in the big picture, we're talking to Jason Hansford with the National Weather Service. Shreveport Bossier really dodged a bullet in this in that we didn't get to that freezing. We didn't have the icing conditions that folks to the west did. So in we got rain, yeah, we, which we didn't like, but we didn't have the ice, and so we dodged it, right? Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, I mean, here locally we stayed roughly a couple of degrees above freezing uh, during this whole event. So uh, it's just it, – it, a matter of a couple of degrees can make all the difference in the world between freezing rain and then something that's liquid. So, uh, so yes, because of this uh, shallow nature of the, of the air mass, and I mean, I've got people cursing at me because we didn't see ice or snow and get a day off of work and school earlier this week. Uh, you know, uh, just you can just thank the Wachitals up across southeast Oklahoma and western Arkansas for really damming this colder air mass. Uh, it was just so such such a shallow air mass there, meaning it was only a, a fifteen hundred or so feet deep. Um, it just was not able to to really spill down here like it was further west out towards Dallas Fort Worth. Jason Hanford with the National Weather Service. You guys have been great this week. We can't thank you enough. Yeah, you betcha. That's what we're here for. Thanks, Jason. Have a good weekend. Mm-hmm. You well, bet. You too. Y'all take care. 1017 FM starts here. One zero one seven FM seven ten Keel. Also a free download from Office Furniture Source. The Keel News app. Take us with you around the globe. Listen wherever you is.
Yesterday, there's some upset folk in Bossier City. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, now, I did a, I did a story on this on KeelNews.com, and people were upset because during you know frigid temperatures and and unending rain all last week, mm-hmm. uh, airline uh, school officials took sweatshirts and coats that didn't conform to uniform policy, including hoodies, mm-hmm. um, away from students. Yep. And did not return them. The parents had to go back and get them at the end of the school day. But parents and students had been warned repeatedly. Over and over. Over and over. Mm-hmm. And if you want to see some of the notifications from the school, uh, check out uh, the story on keelnews.com. And this no hoodies ever is what it says on one of these notifications. Mm-hmm. Students must have their current airline ID to check in or out. Uh, blankets are not allowed on campus, dot, 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 ever. I mean, there's. it's pretty clear. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to bring hoodies to school. And they confiscated dozens of them, didn't they? I mean, yeah, there were dozens. There were some reports on social media, hundreds of coats. And mm-hmm. that, well, that wasn't true. Uh, we heard from Sonia Bales, mm-hmm. the public liaison uh, at, uh, at for Bossier Parish Schools, and said, no, there were like 24. 42. That's what I said, 42. <laughs> you dyslexic. <laughs> But the principal did it. Didn't he issue a statement saying, maybe we shouldn't have done it this week? Here's the here's the principal statement, and I'll read this to you in, in, in full disclosure. Dress code violations have been a consistent problem, and in response, an announcement was made Tuesday that students who wore hoodies to school would have them taken. Hoodies have not been allowed at airline for a number of years because they can pose a safety concern and the majority of students wearing them had been warned before. Was the timing right to take them yesterday? Perhaps not, but the school has provided sweatshirts in the past and continues to provide alternate outerwear. Parents can come to airline to retrieve their child's hoodie and several did at the end of the school day yesterday. Students can also pick up their outerwear after school today. And that's uh, from Justin James, the principal at Airline High School. I I was perusing the airline page yesterday, and this is what's funny. And I was looking to see, you know, I was looking for the dress code and looking for, you know, photos of kids mm-hmm. wearing hoodies. And I found a picture of of kids surrounding a teacher they were honoring. They're honoring a teacher, and they're holding up a thing saying, oh, no. congratulations, Miss Blah, Blah, Blah. And Miss Blah, Blah, Blah has a hoodie on. On the airline page, the teacher they're honoring has a hoodie. Uh, now, I know the the dress code doesn't apply to teachers, but, I mean, it just sends a message to the kids. You know, we can't wear them, but you can wear them. Yeah. It's a hip yeah. thing to wear, but you can't wear But what the kids do with the hoodies, and if you know teachers, they'll tell you this, they put their earbuds in, then they put the hood over, and then they can chat, listen to music, do whatever they want, watch movies while they're in class. And you don't see it because they have the hoodie on. That's why they kept out. They outlawed hoodies at a lot of schools. I am so so glad I'm not in school. I know. During this era. Aaron, I got in trouble without social media and hoodies (laughs) and earbuds. Oh, my gosh. No phones. Yeah. Can you imagine we went through school with no phone? 
I, I made a math teacher one time so mad. Well, he threw me out of class. And I wasn't being... I had the, my math book open, but I, I had a book in it. Another book. I was reading a book. You in, you horrible. You're reading a book in class? I know, but it wasn't a math book. It was something... It was, you know, oh, was I it loved, one of those kind I of loved, books? No, I oh, loved okay. to read. I, okay. I mean, starting at a young age, I read all the Hardy Boys books. But you should I have read. been doing your math. Of course. I'm not saying I did anything right. <laughs> <laughs> he was fully justified. But I can't imagine me... Oh, gosh. Back now, with all the distractions, all the... Oh. Someone walks by our room. He's like, what? <laughs> oh, we're doing an interview? Oh, somebody just walked by. It's terrible. You, you need medication. Living in my head sometimes yes. is not, not fun. <laughs> well, the parents are going to get their hoodies back and, you know, don't wear them to yeah, school. Sorry, I digress. It's um, just not, it, it's and, not allowed. And if you want to look at the uh, the dress code for airline high school, I do have a link to that. And it, and it shows you the entire dress code, uh, what the what the requirements are, what is allowed, what isn't allowed. Even mm-hmm. oversized belt buckles will not be permitted. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. you, can, you can see what that is on keelnews.com. When we come back, uh, Tom Brady coming out of retirement. Okay? You've heard Already. that. Already. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and McCarty, 1017. Seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. So, Robert Kraft, is this official? Is this or this is just what he's saying? Not yet, not yet. Because uh, according to Yahoo Sports, it says Robert Kraft wants Tom Brady to sign one day contract mm-hmm. to retire with Patriots. Yeah, I do, do it, it tomorrow. T- uh, Kraft said he'll do it. I wonder how much. How much money for oh, a one-day contract? I mean, you, Tom doesn't need the money. Just that's sign what I'm it. Saying. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You're not. It's not for them. I'll but, do but, it for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. But what if Tom says for a million, I'll do it? What if Tom says well, for a go, million? Well, you just retire a buccaneer, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> How does that work but for what you? What would it be worth the, for New England to have him retired as a Patriot and you know hang up his? Could they still hang up his jersey even if he's a retired from the? Sure. What does it matter? It doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Number twelve. So yeah, he probably wants and to, to retire. To me, that quarterbacks should be number twelve. That should be just be. Yeah, just that's, number twelve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so when you know twelve's not in the game, yeah. there's a backup. A backup. If twelve's not in the game, oh, there's a backup. Yeah. yeah. So I, Roger I, I hope number twelve. Baby. You know, if if New England was my team, I would really want this to happen. I would say, Tom, do it, whatever, and, and go have a ceremony and have a party, and you know, go be Robert Kraft's best buddy for a little while, and Belichick, y'all kiss and make up. Not that you had a fight, but just go back and retire, because that's how we know him. Five rings there, was it right? Is it five? So, oh yeah. And then another at Tampa. Um, just he's just a goat, and they want him to retire. All of New England wants him to retire. Well, there, sure. So I'm thinking he'll do it. I'm thinking he probably will. He just he just did this this week because he's got a movie out, and you know he's producing that eighty for Brady movie. Oh, he's really? One of the producers. So yeah, his retirement was timed pretty well for his little movie opening today. Oh well, see that's interesting. <laughs> That's interesting because you you mentioned yesterday about the the timing of the retirement mm-hmm. and then this movie opening this weekend. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think he timed it just right to get with, a little extra publicity punch let's see, for the movie. Lily Tomlin, Hanoi Jane, Sally Field. Mm-hmm. Who was the other one? Who's the fourth one? Uh, I forgot the fourth Jessica one. Jessica Simpson, wasn't it? No, it's not Jessica <laughs> Simpson. She's not that old. Please. And, of course, Tom Brady stars in the movie, too. And they follow him around like like groupies would follow the you know the Grateful Dead or, or whoever. They go to all his games and they party and try to meet him. And Rita I guess, Moreno. That's right. That's right. She's the one I'd want to go see. I love her. I'm a big fan. Big I, like, fan. I still like Sally Field. Do you? Okay. She hasn't. I don't think she's opened her mouth to tick me off yet. <laughs> I bet I could find some quotes. <laughs> uh, don't please. I don't want to. I don't want any more ruined for I me. Know, I know. I can't watch De Niro anymore. I can't watch Meryl Streep. I can't yeah. watch Sean Penn. Oh, oh, they're all the killing. This just keeps growing. And I now, know. And now Chevy Chase is just like, oh, he's on this too. Yeah. <laughs> just shut your mouth and do your job. Do what you do. Yeah. <laughs> 1017 FM 74. You know, this is the song that did not get 1017 <laughs> FM 710 Keel. Mike and McCarty. Oh, boy. Talking earlier about the uh, confiscation of hoodies, mainly hoodies, I think is what it was. Mm -hmm, Pretty much. At Airline High School. Uh, Was it last week? When did they do it? No, it it was Wednesday. This week. Wednesday. Wednesday. Gosh, it seems like the longest week from hell. It it, it has been. It's been so depressing. It really has. I can't wait to see the sunshine. I know. I'm excited. I got excited just seeing a glimpse of the moon through the clouds. I know. On my way into work this Mm -hmm. morning. I laid the bikini out. I'm ready to get out there. I was looking at the Jacks. I mean the uh, Shreveport. <laughs> That's like me in a bikini. No, just no. Sorry, I love you, but no, I don't have a bikini. I did. I, I do this you, to mess with Mike. I hope. I told you. I have. I had a speedo. Yeah, I know. I, I, but speedo makes more than just the you know. Praise the Lord. Banana hammock. They're trunks. Yeah, mm-hmm. So that that's. Uh, mm. The uh, uh, Shreveport Security Systems message board. I'm trying to get back on track here. Um, DT says, we couldn't wear hats in the building in high school. Why would having a hood pulled over your head be any different? They chose to ignore and disregard the warnings, so too bad. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to agree. They've yeah. been warned. They knew ahead of time. Now, the other side of that is, I get it, and I'm quoting Jen here on the Shreveport Security Systems message board, but they should have returned the hoodies at the end of the day to the kiddos. Some of those kids come from severe poverty. Parents might be on drugs and not care one iota what the dress code says. Take mm-hmm. them for the school day and then give them back. Yeah. On the way home. Mm-hmm. And I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. And either. I saw a report last night that they did. But the statement he sent out indicated the parents had to come get them. But I, I, I got a, I got word that some of them were given back at the end of the day. Perhaps if their car, their parent was in the carpool line or something. I, you know, I'm no, I don't know. But my, my what, I'm, I'm a little torn on this. I think you know what, if you take them up on a really, really cold day. That'll really discourage them from doing it again. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, Think about that. No kidding. If they, if they know it's a th- freezing cold day and they might take this hoodie and I'm going to want it, 
Well, and mm. tell them, you know what? If we do it again, you're not getting it back. Yeah. If we have to take this again, mm-hmm. it goes to Goodwill. It's going to go exactly. Yeah. It's going to go to the shelter, or it's oh, going to go to Goodwill. Man. Yeah, and, and they can't do that because that would be stealing, I and know. they would get in trouble. I but know. Uh, you know, doing it on a really cold day, the principal admitted perhaps that was not the right thing to do, but they'd been warned over and over again. And if you take it on a day when they really don't need it. <laughs> Does it have any impact? Right. The kid didn't get harmed at all. He wasn't cold. He didn't have to suffer through anything. What so, about, what about taking know. a pair of Fiskars? Just cutting that hood off. Oh. Go, Here you go. Here's your sweatshirt back. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't think you could do that no, either. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You know, there are so many things. At Catholic school, when I grew up, I went to Catholic school. There are so many things you can't do that they did to us. Back then, and I oh wasn't. I wasn't Sharon. like you. I was a pretty good kid, but I got my knuckles wrapped with a ruler a couple of times. Sure. My brother, my brothers were just like you. I mean, it was like troublemakers all day. I wasn't trying to be a troublemaker. I just <laughs> one of my brothers. Listen, the only time my mom got mad. And my okay, mom was a school was teacher. <laughs> my mom was a school teacher, so she was on the side of teachers. But one time my mom got mad. The nuns made my son, my my uh, my second oldest brother, crawl down the halls after school <laughs> on his hands and knees, picking up trash with his mouth. Oh, my. My mom got so mad. She went, she stormed down there. Well, this kid, he had been shooting spitballs out of a straw Hitting the teacher, the right. nun, in the back of the the habit, the back of the head. Right. And she's like, "You, if you want to put shoot spitball, we'll we'll give you lots of paper to make spitballs out of. Go down the hall, pick up all these wads of paper with your mouth, and we'll throw them away." <laughs> My mom was on fire. She was pissed. But you know, they could do that back then. If, imagine if a teacher did that today. We were we were merciless. I, we had a substitute, and I remember this at Bozier High School. I remember this like it was last week. A substitute teacher. It was in algebra class, which, by the way, I never studied because our our teacher thought if you were an athlete, you, I got to be in algebra. Never did the first problem. Wow. Yeah. Was he doing me a service? No. No. But I walked up to the substitute and I said, and I had my book, and I was like, I don't understand. She's like, what? And one of my buddies, I says, I don't understand. I don't understand the problem, but I was kind of muffling my my voice. My buddy goes, he's deaf. This is his last year in public school. He can't hear. Oh, no. This poor teacher is yelling at me. <laughs> that's awful. Everybody, everybody in class has just got their head down. So that's the kind of I was. I wasn't oh, evil. Oh, man. Y'all are bad. You're a bad man. Oh, it was. <laughs> You're going to sit in purgatory a few extra days. I got months. a B in algebra in high school. <laughs> I got to college and I went, hey, there's, uh, there's letters in this math problem. What is this? What's that couldn't X pass, doing? I couldn't pass out. I couldn't pass algebra. Oh. I had to take it, you know. Oh, man. I wanted to go back and smack my high school algebra teacher. Yeah. You don't know what X and Y is doing in there. <laughs> what the heck are they doing in there? Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was a, uh, a spy balloon that was seen over nevada or something mm-hmm. wyoming i don't know I'm, we're, we got to talk about that you michael bet. mccarty 1017 fm 17 
1017 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. You had a story on the website about grocery chains, the most popular grocery chain. You're shaking your head. Yeah, because I can't, I, I couldn't believe the data I found on that. I was very surprised. And, and then that, that opens another door for me. Again, you know, stores I wish we had. I know. I, you know, I'm looking at this list of what's the most popular grocery store in every state. And I thought, oh, Louisiana's probably going to be, you know, Kroger, I would guess. And, you know, Chris Kroger's the most popular in about eight or ten states. And I thought, and I pulled up the list and it said there were two different two different surveys. One was based on foot traffic and one was based on reviews and uh, searches, Google searches. On the foot traffic, um, I was surprised to find Winn-Dixie was number one. More foot traffic in Winn-Dixie's than anywhere else. And if you look at the post at keelnews.com, the only place Winn-Dixie has stores in Louisiana... Yeah, I'm looking at that. ...is in New Orleans, Baton Rouge. That's it. Not even over to Lafayette. Nothing north of... Well, north of basically I-10. Pretty much. I mean, around that area. They have a few heading over toward Mississippi, you know, in that area, but on the north shore of Lake Pontchartrain. But... They get more foot traffic, according to this data, than any other grocery chain in the state, which leads you to show how much that population in that little area yeah. matters to our state. Right. That's what matters. you got to put that in your brain and remember that when they start doling out money. Right. They realize that's our population base right there, that little segment. Then if you look at the other data based on reviews and Google searches, the most popular grocery store is Rouse's. Now, see, I, I hear about Rouse's because I listen to the Saints, you know, foot, mm-hmm. Saints football sometimes on the radio, and they're a huge sponsor for Saints. But other than that, I've, I've never heard of them. They don't have anything. If you look at the little map at keelnews.com, they don't have anything pretty much north of uh, Alexandria. They're centered in Baton Rouge, New Orleans. They do have some stores in uh, the Lafayette area. Now, aren't they kind of like kind of like Brookshire's? Aren't they originally locally owned? They they are. They're originally yeah. and and uh, you know my family loves Rouse's. They go in Rouse's all the time. They have great deals. If you shop their deals, you can get really good prices sometimes. But we don't have them here. Yeah. We have no Rouse's. We have no Winn Dixie. And my mom used to love Winn Dixie because the meat the meat cuts at Winn Dixie. They pride themselves on having really good cuts of meat. But we don't have them. We don't. And and then in Texas, I think it was uh, Kroger was on one of the surveys, and then H E B. Yeah, H E B. What's another in Dallas popular store? Um, don't have those here either. So we and we don't have you know Brookshire's. I don't think goes down to South Louisiana. But if Brookshire's were ever to infiltrate that Southeast Louisiana, that could be a game changer. Well, they're, they're more East Texas. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, aren't they out of Tyler? Isn't that where their yes, home base is? That's they where are. they started. Mm-hmm. And, and they haven't made inroads in the other parts of Louisiana yet. They're across the northern part of the state, I believe. Yeah. But um, I was really surprised to see, because I thought for sure we'd, it would be a Kroger. Why one can't of the we biggest. get a Costco? There's things I don't understand. With our population in the city, we're the third largest city in the state, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. We can't get a Costco or an Apple store or yeah. Trader Joe's. Nope. Or we are, Schlotzky's. Come are, on. We are getting an Aldi. 
That's coming, Mansfield Road. They're starting to work yeah, on but it. I never go out Mansfield Road. I know you'll have to they try didn't, it. Should, why didn't they ask me where they needed to put it? I bet you if a Schlotzky's was out Mansfield Road, you'd go. My mom said, "My, my, my mom, whoa, paging Doctor Freud." Uh, my wife said one time in the car, we, we, we going down Yuri, and she said, "What is that going to be?" And it's, I think it's going to be a, a Dax. Yes. I said, I wish it was a Schlotzky's. And she goes, you don't need a Schlotzky's right this close to the house. <laughs> I said, yeah, you're probably right. That's true. <laughs> 101.7 FM, 7. One zero one seven FM, seven ten Keo, Mike and McCarty. There's, there's a story on Fox News right now. Aaron, remember last week we were talking about, or maybe it was the first of this week. This has been the longest week, by the way. It is Friday, thank God. No kidding. Mm. Um, but we, a lot of questionable calls. Okay, we we were saying um, uh, that. The NFL wanted Kansas City in the Super Bowl as mm-hmm. opposed to wanting Cincinnati in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mahomes may be a bigger draw. You know, the story he's hurt right now. I don't know what they're thinking is. No. I know I know. there were no question in my mind after um, Sean Payton got suspended. Remember he got suspended? Mm. Oh, yeah. And after that... Uh, defensive targeting. Mm-hmm. They were saying they were they were paying players bonuses right. for taking out other players. That uh, was Rob Ryan's defense. I never was a fan of him. Yeah, not huge. <laughs> so there was there was no doubt in my mind that for months and seasons after that, calls went against the Saints that were unbelievable. I, and and you'll never convince me otherwise. Right. I, I just right. go no. I, this is blatant. This is blatantly mm-hmm. obvious. Payback. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to see the memo that Goodell sent to the referees. You know. <laughs> Let's pay these guys back the a little bit. The yeah. referees association. Oh yeah. Whatever you can find, call it. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't care. Call it. Don't let them get away with it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you. So there, there's a story now, but that that apparently there are NFL players saying we get a script at the beginning of the season from the NFL, and this what this blows my mind. I this can't be true. They're talking about the NFL being rigged, and there were a lot of calls in that Kansas City Cincinnati game that you're like, oh come on, mm-hmm. and we all know that call at the end, number fifty six, when he hit Mahomes out of bounds. Yes, that was a bad that was a bad play, right? Legitimate call. No, mm-hmm. Nobody's arguing that, but there were calls all during the game where you go, are you kidding me? Yeah, and and. Now it looks like this story certainly hasn't been taken down. What do they 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 get like a well? That's what directives. They were one 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 player said um, my my script said I was to be cut five times before I was twenty five. Wait a and, minute. And there are a lot of uh, a lot of tweets with videos. Uh, they're on this podcast, and dead gummit, uh, uh, the the story's not there. Hmm. 
I had it up a moment ago. Like you, they get, they have predetermined like all, like things. It, like it's you know WWF or whatever. No, they go okay. You're you're the bad guy, you know, and and, and you're going to wrestle and and you're, you're going to win this. And and, and mm. they 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 do script all that out. I say mm. that like I know. Um, no, they can't do that in the but NFL. But now they're saying the NFL is rigged, and these players are saying the NFL is rigged. No. And and I can't. I, the I NFL do, must have come in and said, "Take that down." I do I not can't find the story. I now. do not believe that. I know there are sometimes. Well, when here's my there's here's, some crazy calls. A, I don't want to believe it. Right. You know, as 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 Saints fans. Sure. And, and now you know Cincinnati. I'm a huge Cincinnati fan now. Um, you want to think, and you and you look back. Could Drew Brees have been complicit in? Them saying, you know, okay, no, the Saints aren't going to win. No, you're going to get to this level, and that's as far as you're going. They're, oh, they're you're going to get one Super Bowl, Drew. That's all you get. There are 32 teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just look at this. Roughly 1,700 players in the NFL. Okay, mm-hmm. active players. Okay, not counting practice squad, not counting. Guys that have come in and tried out. This is around seventeen hundred players. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thirty-two teams. Each team has roughly ten coaches, so three hundred and something coaches. Mm-hmm. So now you're at two thousand people. The referees, approximately one hundred and twenty-one, I think, uh, referees active in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Support staff. I mean, how many thousands of people are? are employed in the NFL during the course of a season. Oh, yeah. Now, you're going to tell me you, that you can get all of these people... To be complicit. To say, yeah, you know... The, we're all going to rig these... We're all right. going to rig these football games. Right. No! Houston, Houston Texans, you guys are going to suck again this year. Yeah. You know? Y'all got to lose. You, so you're going to tell me this guy that plays for the Houston Texans is going to go, okay. Yeah, I'll throw a few in, uh, interceptions. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. I'll be horrible. There was a statement from Alvin Kamara saying, when I got my script, I almost walked out of the room. They get scripts? They got a, apparently, there's a script. And I don't know if it's the same script. Wow. I didn't have time to go through these. There's video of these guys on one of these podcasts, and they're talking about this. Man, that's unbelievable. And there may be somebody out there going, oh, I believe every word of that. You know? That the NFL is like because, wrestling. Right. Right. All professional sports, mm, basically. No. But I don't. I, I just don't believe you can pull that off. No. No. I can't even imagine that. That would but be. But that story's been pulled. I don't it's see gone. It on, yeah, I don't see it online right now. They want that gone. They don't want you talking about that. It's not in their script. Which 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 then which then kind of leads me to go. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah, why let's go you, dig some you? more. Man, that's frustrating. So yeah, I was just like, come on. And I, you know what? I'm I'm going to be for Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. I'm just not a Philadelphia fan. I'll never be, and I can't be. And I, Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. That's fine, but I can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> no, Patrick, you just. He seems like a really good kid. So mm-hmm. does Jalen. I, I haven't heard anything yeah. about him that, that leads me to believe he's uh, otherwise. But uh, I just. Uh, I know. I, I 
On one hand, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, exactly. In this day and age. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be surprised, but I would sure be disappointed. Oh, bummed. Big time. Oh, <laughs> there's a, a balloon. We're going to talk about that next. Uh, a spy balloon over the U.S. Man. Michael McCarty, 1017 FM. here. Seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Okay, say what you will, like him or love him, hate him, despise him. I'm telling you, this wouldn't happen if Donald Trump were president. If we gone. had a strong leader, even I don't care. Let, let's take political parties out of it. If we had a strong leader right now in the, in the White House. This kind of uh, this this wouldn't happen. There's a a, a balloon that's been spotted, um, over Montana, over Montana, in the mm-hmm. middle of the country. A balloon, Aaron, a spy balloon. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? They're not even being covert. It was described as a shiny balloon. Mm-hmm. That's a spy balloon. Obviously, cameras. You know. Technology. Big, big pictures of it. They believe it's a Chinese spy balloon. Of course, the Chinese government is saying, oh, no, no, we're fully investigating. Quote, China is a responsible country and has always strictly abided by international laws. I'm sorry while I'm laughing while I'm reading that. And China has no intention to violate the territory and airspace of any sovereign countries. China has mm-hmm. always abided by international law. Really? They probably they probably called Uncle Joe and said, "Hey, do you mind? No, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pay me a million dollars and then you can do it. Fly wherever you want." Hey, they didn't disclose COVID on time. Right. Where, where where do you want me to start with the laws they violate? They violate all the air pollution laws. They I mean, I could force labor. Where do you want to, Where do you want to start? Yeah. I, I mean, the the any ecological laws, mm-hmm. they're the worst polluters in the in the world. Yeah, and nobody holds them accountable. Mm-hmm. But but yet they want us to drive electric cars. But I digress. <laughs> but obviously, there's there are military installations with you know with weapons where they're flying over, right? And they're trying to you know. Uh, obviously discover nuclear weapon facilities. Mm-hmm. There have been Republican lawmakers who have said we needed to shoot it down. We need to get it, shoot it down, you know, figure out what it is because it could be getting secrets back to the Chinese. The, every moment it's up, it's sending data back. Right. You know, every moment you leave it up. And uh, it's still up, by the way. It is still up. They, and, the U.S. did scramble jets, but nobody's taken it down. They need to take it down. They need to figure a way to take it down, um, figure out what it is. You know, it's over our airspace. Yeah. What if it's a bomb over our, what, you know, who knows what it is? <laughs> you wouldn't fly that over Louisiana. Hold <laughs> <laughs> my beer. <laughs> mm-hmm. NORAD is tracking it. It's uh, traveling well above commercial air traffic and doesn't present, quote, a military or physical threat to people on the ground. But it could be p- collecting all kind of sensitive oh, it's, data. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not 
like China's flying a kite over the U.S., Mr. Biden. Oh, we're going to go fly a kite over the U.S. Yeah, it's not a weather balloon. No, it's not a weather We need to get it and, down. And we're doing nothing about it. We're, we're not. I don't know why. I don't understand that. You know, if we flew, what if it, well, what if we were flying oh. a spy balloon over China or Russia? Boom! Blow that baby up! Oh, and 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 if we made a mistake and it was something good, oh, we're sorry. We thought it was a spy balloon. <laughs> right. Sorry. Oopsie Daisy. You're you're flying over military installations over U.S. airspace. It's our airspace. Right. You didn't warn us ahead of time. You didn't say, "Hey guys, we got a kite coming to How U.S." How does that even happen, though? I Aaron? don't know. I don't know. How does that happen? How do you get to Montana? This is 1933. And nobody waved a red flag. It's not like Montana's on the coastline. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's in the middle of the country. And nobody waved a red flag and said, hey, 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 what's up here? Did did, did somebody from California or Arizona notice this before it's... Did it come down from Canada? What? I I don't know. it's, It's time to grab it. Somebody and needs to go grab it. Give me my 30-30. I'll go <laughs> yeah. take it. Take care of it. Take it down. Yeah, exactly. You got to do, do it over where it won't hurt anybody and all that. I get that. I understand all what, that. What, a balloon going to fall is going to hurt somebody? Well, you know, it's got a black box or something that might, who knows what it does. <laughs> it's going to be like Mission Impossible. It's going to explode on, you know, detonate. I don't know. I just, I find it odd that it could sit over our airspace for as long as it did. And still, it's not over our airspace right now, I don't believe. But they're tracking it. They're trying to figure out. Where, it, so know, where is it now? I'm not sure where they've got it tracked to now, but the NORAD has been tracking it. I'm not sure where it is actually now. Mm-mm. So we'll have to figure out if we can track it. No, we need to take it. Take it mm-hmm. and go and see what it. Obviously, it's sending data back <sighs> in, in real time. Oh, it's absolutely. Not just it's people sending watching. data. Exactly. <laughs> if it. God, I'm, it's frustrating to see how when we look weak to the rest of the world oh, is never good. No. It's never good. And that's the point. Mm-hmm. And we are weak right now. Yeah. 1017 F. One seven FM seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty. Now you got me squirrel chasing here. I'm really shocked. At uh, our buddy old Gary McCoy put up a post about what Louisiana wants delivered to eat to, while they're watching the Super Bowl, and the top ten things. There's no pizza. What? What? Well, I know. <laughs> it's so, no pizza. So easy. I mean, wings, fries, blah, blah, fried pickles. How do you get donut holes delivered? I don't Wait know. Minute, fried pickles. I love fried pickles. No, but where are you? Who are you going to call today and say, "Can you deliver? Can you? Can you Uber eats me some fried pickles?" Who's going to do that? Who does that for delivery? Well, who delivers donut holes? I guess you can have Uber Eats go buy, you know, a donut joint. Duncan and get me a you know bucket of dunk donut holes. Wait, but Uber, there's no Uber pe- delivers food. Thank you for laughing, Ruben. <laughs> you should have seen Aaron's face. <laughs> I'm not that out of touch. I know I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, you could. But I, this this list is bogus if there's no pizza on it. 
If you can't have pizza delivered for the Super Bowl, right? Maybe guess, maybe it's a list other than pizza. I guess pizza's passe now. Yeah, I guess spinach and artichoke dip. I get that. I get that. Really, you do? Yeah. I don't want nachos delivered though, because by the time nachos are delivered, oh yeah, then, duh, no. Can you tell we have construction going on in the building? <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> They're they're making headway, and that's all that we need. Well, we I need. came in this morning, and and you know you're doing the news early in the morning, mm-hmm. and I opened the door, and it would goes. Sounded like we're in a haunted house. I went, oh my gosh! I know. They put new frames around some of the doors. Yeah, they're screwing new. Uh, and I was like, okay, that one's too close to the hinge or something. <laughs> so they just fixed Robert it. with the Jackson Construction. Just just fixed it for me because yeah, yeah the guys are great. They really are amazing. You know my Super Bowl part. I want wings and I want pizza. I don't want any fried pickles. Sorry. I I, I was late to the wing party. Mm-hmm. But oh, I love I wings. I do too. Got to be right though. They can't be. I, I, but I don't French fries is the number one. Who's ordering <laughs> French fries to go? By the <laughs> time like they get to the house, yes, thank you. Yuck. <laughs> Oh, parents in Bossier City upset. We'll talk about that next. Mike and McCarty, 1017F. One seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty and there's a story on Keelnews dot com about uh, airline high school officials taking hoodies mainly uh, outerwear uh, away from students last earlier this week because um, the, it didn't comply with school uniform regulations mm-hmm. and a lot of people were upset at the fact that it was very cold and raining. And they took these kids' outerwear away, but and and, and there was a lot of lot of uh, uh, social media posts about you know blasting the school and uh, my kid had to walk home with no coat, mm-hmm. no hoodie. Well, uh, the principal at Airline High School released a statement that very clearly said they've been warned. This is not, it's not like they just came in and go, well, oh, you have a hoodie on, we're taking it. Mm -hmm. Put it in this pile. No. Oh, repeatedly, over and over, been warned. And I get that. I I understand it was a cold day and, you know, and and all that. But it sends a real strong message from the kids who, after being warned over and over again, you're still wearing it. It kind of says, we don't give a rip about what your rules are. We're going to do it anyway. So I think you sent a very strong message back on a cold day when you take the hoodie. On a 35-degree on a day when it's raining and you take that hoodie, that's way better message than taking it on a 55-degree, 60-degree day right. when the kid has nothing to suffer through. Justin James, the airline high school principal, released a, a statement in uh, part of that dress code violations have been a consistent problem. And in response, an announcement was made Tuesday that students who wore hoodies to school would have them taken. Mm-hmm. So they told them, yeah, told them in advance, don't wear them. And there's uh, there's another, and you can see this on the keelnews.com, there a uh, post from Airline High School, and on their on their website, uh, 
no hood of any type will be allowed. This means no hoodies, zip-up hooded outerwear, sweatshirts with hoods, jackets. With, I mean, they're very mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. They're very, there's no, mm-hmm. there's no gray ground on this. Right. And, and kids continue to wear them. They keep wearing them. And, and, and people ask, what's the problem with the hoodies? Well, a, a lot of teacher friends of mine tell me the kids will put the hoodies on and they'll have their earbuds in their ears underneath the hoodie. Mm-hmm. And so you can't tell, you know, they're listening to music, they're watching videos, they're texting, whatever they're doing. You can't see the earbuds because of the hoodie. So and, they and said, no the, more hoodies. The earbuds are wireless. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no wires hanging down. You can't see them at all. You don't see them at all. So the kids aren't even paying attention in class. They've got the earbuds up under the hoodie. So a lot of schools have now started banning hoodies. And to those parents who, there's a lot of parents who are saying, oh, what's the big deal about hoodies? Just don't let them put the hood on, you know, whatever. You know what? Schools have dress codes for a reason. Whether you agree with the, the the reasons or not, if you don't like the dress code at the school where your kid goes, put your kid in private school. Put your kid in a school where you like the rules. Homeschool your kid. Mm-hmm. There are rules for reasons. They ha- It's not their first rodeo. It's not the first time they've done this. So, you know, I have to kind of applaud, though I, though I think the 35 degrees was a little bit harsh, I kind of think, you know, you sent a real strong message. Right. We're not going to tolerate it. Stop it. You're completely disrespecting us when you completely, when you wear them over and over again after you've been told. Well, and you as a parent, Aaron, if you're trying to discipline your child, and this drives me crazy, when parents, like you're, you're out in public and parents go, now stop it. I'm not going to say it again. Mm-hmm. Now stop it. Over stop over. doing that. Yeah. I told you to stop it. Stop. At some point, you got to smack the kid. Uh, or or do something. Take some action. Stop saying you're going to do something. Mm-hmm. Take do action. It. Do it. Yeah, I want to snatch the kid up and walk him outside and have a little lecture with him myself. <laughs> but you can't do that. You'll get in trouble these days. Well, absolutely. But Remember, you know, I, I, did your neighbor ever spank you? Did your neighbor's oh, mom? You heck know, your, to the your yes. Friends' moms. <laughs> heck to the yes. Oh, absolutely. You knew if you went to the Blanchards or you went to the, who? Yeah, everybody had permission. Right. It was like. It, Right. Did you bring your own switch, or do I need to go get one? That was kind of just the way the neighborhood was at the time. Right. Well, nowadays, we don't even know our neighbors. Nobody knows their neighbors. Nobody wants to get to know their neighbors. It's really sad in a we're, lot of we're cases. We're blessed in our area. Mm-hmm. We do. I know I know all all around. I know everybody, and they know us. And... But I bet your kids weren't disciplined by your neighbors. No. no. When my kids were growing up, we lived in the middle of four acres. Ah, so there okay. wasn't there yeah. wasn't okay. like it, it wasn't a neighborhood. See, it's changed in our generation. It really has oh, changed absolutely. how how you don't mess with other people's kids and and it used to be when we were kids, mom and dad were on the school side. Always. Always. I was I was just about to make that point. And today, mom and dad are on the kids side unless the school has real good definitive proof right. that your kid was a duty head. And then they may go, oh, maybe my kid was a duty head. You know, mom and dad know if their kid's a duty head. They're the first to know if they have a duty head. There was a girl that got suspended. There aren't too many Martindales. And there was a girl at Bossier High School. This is the 70s, mid-70s. And uh, the school called my mom. Uh Uh-oh. And I got home from school, and mom goes, do you have something to tell me? Of course, I'm not fessing up with the, oh, you know, no, what, what, no. What, why, why, what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> what have you heard? She goes, you got suspended. I said, 
No, I really didn't. And it was, I'm innocent. <laughs> I really didn't. Mm. I was about to get in trouble again at home. Oh, wow. You know? Oh, yeah. Not, not My child would never do anything like that that they hear now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. your child does. Man, my school <laughs> never called home to my mom. I'm proud of that. Well, the one time they did, it wasn't even about me. <laughs> 1017 FM 710. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty, talking about foods for the Super Bowl parties being delivered. There's a story on KeelNews.com. So, speaking of Super Bowl parties, do you have anything planned? It's not this weekend; it's next weekend. Right? right. No, no, because I'm going to be like three days out of surgery, so I'm going to be well, that's medicated. Prime time and- <laughs> for you to that'd be the best Super Bowl ever. Yeah, just bring your medication over. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben just sent me an invite. (laughs) That was quick, Ruben. Ruben's got that special pharmacy. Have Oxy, we'll travel. (laughs) I'm joking. That didn't happen. Yeah, I'm I'm having surgery on Thursday, just FYI. Oh, that's right. Shoulder surgery. So, yeah, I'm going to be laid up. I'm going to be not moving. Well, that's perfect. What what else would you be doing? No, you're not coming over. I'm not not talking about coming over. (laughs) I'll be watching it. With, yeah, probably just with my son. Probably just right. If, if, he's not even probably going to watch it. He's not a big football monster fan. He well, he's yeah. a soccer guy. I, who, oh, your a son? I thought you meant me. No, no, no. You're <laughs> not going to watch a big it. Sports guy. Yeah, no. Uh, I watched. I watched last year, Did but you? I don't remember anything about it. Okay. Well, we couldn't even the... remember who who won last year. I know. I look it up. I know. <laughs> I look it up. Isn't that terrible? We forget well, because they're so bad this year. It was Los Angeles, right? Los Angeles Rams. Mm, which, by yeah. the way, I, it just sounds right. Los Angeles Rams. Yeah. Not not the St. Louis Rams. Or I know. I know. Come on, shut up. It doesn't sound good. Okay, and when the when the Jazz in in the NBA left New Orleans, don't go to Utah and still call it the Jazz. It, yeah, it doesn't fit. You know how much Jazz is played in Utah. <laughs> Utah, Jay, that just kills me. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, I've been watching. Speaking of, of the NBA, I've been watching that new Shaq documentary, and um, it's re- if you haven't seen it yet, I ooh, haven't seen it. It's yet. really, really good, and it's got Dale Brown in it. It's got his how he met Dale Brown, and when he looked, when Dale Brown looked at him, and he said, uh, "You know, what are you in college now?" And he, he's, "I'm in eighth grade, sir." Yeah. <laughs> Seven feet tall. Yeah, he was huge. That was in Germany when they One of my favorite Shaq stories was after he had signed into the NBA. Mm -hmm. And he had taken his mom. And, you know, he was in Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. And taken his mom shopping. This was a story in Sports Illustrated years ago. And and he had picked out something. And he picked out like a stereo for his house. Mm -hmm. And she said, Shaq, baby, do do they have layaway? He said, Mama, we don't need layaway anymore. We don't have to layaway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they have his dad, his bio dad, coming out of the woodwork, too, uh, you know, in this documentary. Oh, of course. And uh, his mama had told him, you know, when you sign that contract, you, there's a lot of people going to all of a sudden know you and be be your buddy. Yeah. And Shaq looked at the camera. He goes, and he was the first one out of the shadows. <laughs> which was sad because he wanted nothing to do with him. I don't know yeah. if they, I haven't finished it, so I don't know if they ever make, kissed and made up. But 
his dad was his army dad, you know, his stepdad, and he always called him dad. So yeah. it's an interesting documentary. It, what, it, what's that on? I have so many streaming, uh, I can't keep up with what's on It might on be an HBO thing. Okay. I'm not sure. It's, it's brand new, and it really is good. It's very foggy out right now. We're going to talk with uh, meteorologist Jason Hensford from the National Weather Service. We do have some good news for the weekend. Next, Mike and McCarty, 1017 FM. Here. One hundred one seven FM, seven ten Keel, Mike and McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. Uh, meteorologist Jason Hansford from the National Weather Service. Jason, good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Well, we're doing much better today. Yeah, we we ditch old Michael Berry, and you're bringing sunshine with us, huh? Yes, I guess I'm an omen of good news for a change. <laughs> so rain is gone for how long? Rain is gone for at least the next several days. I think our, really our next chance for rain will probably come back in until maybe about Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday time frame. And, again, that's going to be something we'll have to keep a close eye on. But I, I'm looking at uh, your website at the National Weather Service, and even even throughout the next week, there's only like a 50% chance of rain Tuesday night. Nothing like what we've experienced this past week. 30s and 40% chances of rain during the day. Well, keep keep in mind though too though that as we move forward in time though range you know there's going to be a little bit more uncertainty with regards to the timing though but the models our computer models are suggesting that we could have perhaps another heavy rain event moving in towards the middle part of next week. No, so we're not allowing that. Cons- it's not on your website. <laughs> you say thirty percent chance now. Jason, I'm holding you to that. How, so we'll make sure to change that here a little later. How much rain over the past week have we gotten during this system? What What's the rainfall total amount? You guys keep track of all that. Yeah, we've had really widespread three to six plus inches of rain across uh, the metro area and the surrounding areas. In fact, uh, we ran a tally and out there around the Wascom area, especially the southern and eastern half of Harrison County, uh, many locations have had between seven and eight inches of rain just over the last six days. In fact, today will mark uh, the first time, I believe, since last Friday since we've seen the uh, since we've actually seen the sun. So it's certainly welcome news indeed. Okay. Uh, what are What's the situation now on Cross Lake? We kind of dodged a bullet with that, I think, because the gates stayed open the whole time, huh? Yeah, so far so good. As of this morning, uh, it was near 173 feet. Uh, at, at this point in time, it's still a forecast to crest between 174 and 175. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll just kind of have to wait and see because, again, this is kind of a new territory for us because uh, we're not used to seeing the gates wide open at Cross Lake here. So, uh, uh, so but the current forecast has it cresting maybe another uh, foot or so here uh, towards the uh, latter half of this week. So how many gates are there? <laughs> don't add No, it's not for him. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, there are a lot of people that say we haven't managed the gates properly over the years. But this time they've just left them open. They, you know, they're, they're realizing if the lake's at 170 or so, they're good for the water supply. And, and this is apparently eased the flooding around the lake. Big, big news for folks who live out there. Now, yes. Pardon me if yeah, you've no said this already. What, what are we expecting the lake to crest? You did just say that? Yeah. Sorry, he, he I was reading did. something on the website a moment ago. He was ago. looking at a squirrel. Are other areas of concern? You have Wallace Lake. Are you still worried about that at all? Oh, yeah. I mean, Wallace has taken a uh, sharp rise up. It's up around 152 feet now. 
Still forecast to crest between 154 and 155 feet on Sunday, and the main threats with that will be uh, uh, some flooding there, especially along the lower end of Kingston Road, uh, and then back out towards uh, Wallace Lake Road, and even the uh, part of the golf course will probably be underwater there at Southern Trace as well. So even though we don't have rain, we still have water levels rising. Oh, yes. How, I mean, so how does that work? Well, since the ground is so saturated, it's not able to take in any more water. And so basically anything that has fallen before uh, just runs off into the area creeks, bayous, the streams that eventually feed into these lakes. And so uh, we're seeing we'll st- we're still seeing some rises on some of these uh, uh, in these areas, creeks and streams that feed into these lakes here. So, I mean, it uh, it just takes a few days for it to completely drain through in across the basin and, and before we start to see any kind of uh, level off on these uh, area lakes. I don't want to get too far in the weeds, but I have a silly question, if you can help me. How come the Red River has not been an issue now? Is it because the the thaw is not happening in the north? Is that pretty much basically it? Well, a lot of the uh, Red River issues uh, that we experience here usually occur upstream, say up along the uh, uh, Oklahoma-Texas border. And, and of course, they haven't seen quite the rainfall uh, up across, you know, that area as we have here. So, I mean, everything that's falling here is draining into the red or so, though, but so that will result in rises further downstream towards central and uh, central Louisiana as it feeds into the uh, uh, Mississippi. So are people below us cursing us? for having these <laughs> floodgates well, open? Not, not so much or so. They can actually take, they actually have the uh, storage capacity down there to take the uh, additional water from, from the middle Red River Basin here. So, uh, so far they're they're looking good. It's just, you know, we're, again, focusing here, especially over far eastern Texas and northwest Louisiana, as uh, things are still, it, it will still take some time for these waterways to crest. But in the big picture, we're talking to Jason Hansford with the National Weather Service. Shreveport Bossier really dodged a bullet in this in that we didn't get to that freezing. We didn't have the icing conditions that folks to the west did. So we got rain, yeah, which we didn't like, but we didn't have the ice, so we dodged it, right? Yes, absolutely. In fact, uh, I mean, here locally, we stayed roughly a couple of degrees above freezing uh, during this whole event. So uh, it's just... a matter of a couple of degrees can make all the difference in the world between freezing rain and then something that's liquid. So, uh, so yes, because of this uh, shallow nature of the, of the air mass, and I mean, I've got people cursing at me because we didn't see ice or snow and get a day off of work and school earlier this week. Uh, you know, uh, just you can just thank the Wachitals up across southeast Oklahoma and western Arkansas for really damming this colder air mass. Uh, it was just so such such a shallow air mass there, meaning it was only a, a fifteen hundred or so feet deep. Um, it just was not able to to really spill down here like it was further west out. One seven FM seven ten Keel. I I shouldn't say this on the air because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not a big casino goer. Okay, right? We, we would go like to the buffets and stuff, and I like playing blackjack. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the one I feel like I have any control over. Right, right. <laughs> and uh, and I just enjoy the game. Fortunately, I can take. You know, fifty bucks, and if that's gone, then I can get you up and I don't leave. have to. 
don't ever go to an ATM machine. No, number one rule: don't go to an ATM machine at a casino. But uh, but now that being said, it's still exciting to me that the 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 old Diamond Jacks is getting redone, and that they're you know it's it's they're they're getting ready to bring the what the demolition ball in mm-hmm. yeah. and uh so you know it's exciting i i love seeing things do well in shreveport Bossier. absolutely it, it's exciting news it's a i think it's a 200 million dollar project overall yeah um hundreds of jobs they're going to leave the hotel basic structure but they're going to completely refurbish it's, it it's basically going to be all new mm-hmm. inside the uh, it's going from What's the number? I forget. Five hundred rooms to four hundred something. Yes, exactly. But a little larger and nicer and more suites. And they're getting rid of the boat. It's going to go away. Yeah. The casino property is going to kind of move closer onto land. So all that you know there at the Diamond Jacks property where the casino is, all that's going to be changed. It's going to be a land-based casino with twice as much gambling space as any other casino in town. They're going to have like 30,000 square feet of gaming space, if I remember my numbers correctly, where all the other casinos in the area have like 15,000 square feet of gaming space. So it's going to be a a different player in the market, and they're going to put in the pool. They're putting in the the massage, you know, the the spa. They're doing a real nice resort type complex. When they were talking about this, and they were the the company that was is coming in had applied for the license. So this mm-hmm. is months ago, right? I believe Ronnie Johns told us at that time that it was going to be like a boutique casino. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. I just, that phrase stuck is stuck in my head for some reason. Sure. But this looks like they're they're with a huge gaming space. It's going to be a not a boutique style. No, they're going all out, and they're going to have you know all kinds of amenities. I think it was at least four restaurants. They're going to have a place for a music entertainment venue where bands can come in and play. They're doing they're doing a big deal with this casino that could be a major player in the Bozier market because Diamond Jacks we know was one of the bottom tier casinos. Mm-hmm. My worry, and I still, and I don't want to be negative, Nelly. I just don't know that our market can can support six casinos. And who's this going to hurt? Think, don't you think they looked at that before? You're right. You're I mean, right. They're not, not going to spend $200 million. Mm-hmm. They're not Amazon. No, and, <laughs> you know, and, and, Amazon you know, can drop $200 million and then go, eh, never mind. They're doing it right. And my, my point is... What other casino is going to suffer as a result of this brand new one opening? Because everybody likes to get and drive the shiny new car, you know, but who's going to get back in the old dumpy car and drive it if we have a dumpy car? You know, I'm not saying any of the casinos are dumpy cars, but they're going to be some better than others. Absolutely. And they're going to see some be less popular. And are they going to be in jeopardy once the new shiny car rolls into town? That's the concern. You have to have that concern, mm-hmm. particularly on the Shreveport side where you have two casinos. You don't have the four that you're going to have on the Bozier side. Is one of the ones in Shreveport in jeopardy? You know, you'd have to say Valley's is a higher dollar property. You'd have to say the Samstown Casino would be the one in jeopardy. Is it in jeopardy? Would Boomtown be in jeopardy? I don't know. I'm, I'm not, it, not if, sure. It, I, yeah. Would it we start is, to see is, the is, others losing workers? Is is. Boomtown, I mean, you hate to 
is are they considered one of the lower yeah, tiers? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, and, you go horseshoe, you know, they're top of the line. And they have all these fine dining places, and you know, they have all kind of amenities. They have you know beautiful hotels, and the hotel suites are gorgeous. You know, you've some of the properties, as we know, with Diamond Jacks, have gotten. A little, they ha, they need a TLC. Well, we have a couple that still need well, a little more TLC. When it was Isle of Capri, yeah, you know the nickname mm-hmm. back back in the day, they were calling it Pile of Debris. Yes, exactly, and and it's going to be gone here pretty soon. And I'm curious how they're going to get the boat out. Are they going to chop it up into little pieces? Are they going to sail it away? I don't know why. I wish I could. I wish I could. <laughs> Wish I could get it. I, just, I don't know. <laughs> Where are you going to put a riverboat? Exactly. That's my point. And we how, could put it out here. Like, how would you? Right in front, in front of the radio station. Yeah. It's pretty big. I mean, it's like a little, like a little bed and breakfast, a boutique, you know, showboat boutique or something. Let's get Amy and Ryan and maybe Kelly on the line and say, "Hey, we got an idea. <laughs> we want the riverboat. <laughs> River All boat. our new studios B&B. will be there. Yeah." Got a new construction project for y'all. I don't think they're going to go for that. <laughs> Just don't That's think kind so. That's a cool idea, though, that actually. That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a new law that uh, it allows Louisiana felons to serve on juries. Huh? Kind of strange. We'll get to, we got Sheriff Steve Prater lined up. He's going to talk with us about that at 840. Mike and McCarty, 1017 F. Makes me laugh every time. One hundred one seven FM seven ten Keel Mike and McCarty. Earlier this morning, we were talking about grocery stores and the number one grocery store in Louisiana. Something we don't even have yeah. in Shreveport. The number one grocery store in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Two th- two different reports. One of them has Rouse's, and the other report has Winn Dixie. Uh, Rouse's was the favorite for folks uh, based on searches, online searches and reviews. Winn Dixie was the favorite on foot traffic. And the reason for that is that all the Winn Dixies are concentrated in the New Orleans Baton Rouge metro area. They have none outside of that region. They yeah. have none in Lafayette, none in Lake Charles. Of course, obviously none up here. I, I, I got a message also is because I was saying Rouse's is kind of like Brookshire's, mm-hmm. um, a regionally, lo- you know, family owned chain mm-hmm. there in south louisiana uh and and uh, this guy says uh if i remember correctly brookshire's was brookshire brothers and they split right and and so if you see a brookshire brothers that's actually different from brookshire's okay and and he said according to this message they had an agreement there was a line drawn between texas and louisiana that brookshire's couldn't go down too far south and Brookshire Brothers couldn't come up too far north. Oh, so interesting. He says, "I don't know if it's still that way, but that's the way it used. You know, very it, it interesting. Was, so. Interesting. Who yeah. knew? Who knew? Ah, uh, yeah, I was surprised. <laughs> Sheriff Steve Prater uh, will be joining us on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline, talking about a new law uh, in Louisiana that allows felons to serve on juries. Huh? Next, yeah." One oh one seven FM seven ten Keel. Ruben, did you ever think you'd be friends with the high sheriff? 
Did you seventeen year old me definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> Micah McCarty on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. We do have the honor of speaking with Cattle Parish Sheriff Steve Prater. You you sent us a message this morning about this new law that allows felons to yeah, serve on juries. I wanted you to see the law. It was passed in 2021 by our state legislature and signed by the governor that allows felons, uh, or all felons, after five years of the completion of their sentence, it allows them to uh, serve on juries. And uh, and now we're beginning to see some, in some courts across Louisiana, there's appeals because someone didn't notify the the on the questionnaires that they could serve as if they were felons, and so now they're appealing the sentence if somebody's been convicted. So it's kind of getting to be a big mess, but the point of the story is I wanted you to to know so that you could spread the word that if you're a felon that there's a good chance that you could be serving on juries if you'd like to. And you're, you sound a little bit tongue-in-cheek like you're not in favor of this and kind of stunned yeah. that this law actually passed. Well, the the article, there's an article out in the Advocate, and it says that it talks about the fact that there would be more uh, deliberation and more careful deliberation and thoughtfulness if a felon was on a jury uh, as compared to if the ones judging the, you know, your peers were not felons. So uh, anyway, it's, it's almost, it, it appears to me to be almost laughable, but uh, I don't know. I'll let everybody else decide, and it wasn't up to me. It was up to the, like I say, the uh, the governor signed it, and the legislature passed it, and, and that's where we find ourselves. Well, we're letting anti-American Muslims in Congress, and we're, you know, mm. why not let felons serve <clears throat> on juries? Well, I'm I'm not going to comment about all of that, because <laughs> I, I, I can't even wrap my hands around uh, Kettle Parish at times, especially Louisiana. But I'm just thinking, and, and where I find myself thinking is on, on behalf of the victims, okay? And if a victim is out in the courtroom and you look at the jury box and you have people that have done the exact same thing as what's been done against you and they're judging the person that you have uh, accused, that does not seem like a jury of your peers to me. That seems like a jury of the suspects peers and I, I don't i don't understand i think it should be impartial and i'm not saying everybody that's charged with everything is guilty i certainly don't say that and i want everybody to have a fair trial but somebody that's proved that they have a a propensity to break the law and they have been convicted of a felony which in this state takes a lot to get convicted of a felony and uh, it just doesn't make sense but we'll deal with it However, the law says because okay, that's the, what we're sworn to. Do. Sheriff, the advocate says in part of their headline, most Louisiana parishes haven't followed the law. Do we know what's happening here in Caddo Parish? Are they letting felons on juries here yet? Uh, according to according to the article, which is is kind of brought my attention to it, because the sheriff's office we mail out the jury summonses, but we don't have anything to do with actually the questionnaires and reading them and, and who gets on and who doesn't. So it wasn't our responsibility, but it appears that we have not been uh, diligent in our notification that if you're a felon, you can serve on a on a jury. And, uh, and when I say we hadn't been diligent, it's not the sheriff's office's job to do that. 
but we as a as a parish may not have been as diligent as we could be, and, and of course we'll. Uh, I'm sure that'll that'll take care of itself. Is is part of the problem? Is part of the problem, Sheriff, that we just don't have enough people willing to serve on juries, and they're having trouble getting juries, so they're opening up the window. Could that be part of it? Well, I don't. I don't think we're going to be that. I don't think we're going to have that many felons that want to come down and serve on juries. Uh, that would make a difference as far as the numbers go. I think this is more a uh, thing of some in the legislature. Uh, evidently thought that it's more fair if, and it's, it's more fair to the felons, uh, that they get these rights back that they can serve on juries. Well, that was my next uh, question, uh, Sheriff Prater on the Jack Spring Electric Newsmaker Hotline. I, I, we couldn't see the article, but where, how was this proposed? Who proposed this? Uh, I'm not sure what the, <clears throat> what the legislator's name is, uh, it says in the article, but I, mm-hmm. I, I did not write that down. Um, mm-hmm. Anyway, it's, now, what, uh, are, what are some of the restrictions on convicted felons? They are are they allowed to vote? Are they allowed, you know, to? Obviously, they can't carry or own a weapon anymore. Right, they can't can't own a weapon uh, unless they get a, a certain pardon and can, but they can't. Own a weapon, but you know it's just certain certain felons that you can't own a weapon now. Uh, there are certain felonies that don't you know that that don't qualify. Uh, the voting thing is up in there. If you're a convicted felon, there's a certain time that you have to wait before you can vote. And uh, and you know the voting part of it. That's that's you know I, I can't argue a lot about that. The, the jury thing. That just kind of sits wrong with me. I'll let each person decide for himself naturally. It's not up to me to tell what people to believe. Mm-hmm. But it just seems a little bit strange uh, that you'd have a felon sitting in the juror box. Sheriff, uh, let me let me put my uh, put my liberal pants on for just a minute. Oh, I hate these okay. liberal pants. <laughs> he, he doesn't like them. Mike doesn't like them. Um, you've been five years. You've been a law-abiding citizen for five years. Um, let's try to get you back into into society. I mean, is somebody who committed a felony forever? I mean, are they forever going to have to suffer the consequences of some things? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 kind of like Mike. Uh, it's it's not like we're saying you can't you can't get a job, you can't go to the grocery store, you can't uh, enjoy a fishing trip. We're not saying you can't enjoy the those type things, but there are some things in the criminal justice system when criminals ought to be precluded from being able to participate. If you prove that you've got the decision, I mean, I hadn't, I hadn't committed a felony because my goodness, I can't imagine committing a felony. Mm-hmm. And, and so the, my thought process of why I committed a felony is aired somewhat if I have done one. And, and I don't think that they need to be judging uh, other folks. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll let each person decide. I just wanted to bring to your attention that we have done this now. Yeah, I'm glad you did. I appreciate your time, sir. Okay. Thanks. Hey, and I'll see you next week. Uh, okay, <laughs> let me know. What a one seven FNs.
91.7 FM, 710 Keel, Mike and McCarty. I still have sausage balls left over from like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. My wife said, why don't you cut it in half? You know, you're making a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, but I want, you know. <laughs> They're great it's, for it's leftovers, though. Remember Jerry Seinfeld had a bit. I know they are, but they've been in the fridge. I wonder how long they're good for. Mm. Jerry Seinfeld had a bit talking about going to a restaurant and you're ordering everything. <laughs> bring food. Bring. Then the bill comes and you go, wait, oh, who ordered yeah. all this? Yeah, you exactly. Know. Exactly. That's how I am with the, with the sausage balls. Mm-hmm. I you know, made a full batch. Right. I'm, I'm looking at this piece at keelnews.com. I'm kind of stunned by the foods Louisiana folks want at their Super Bowl parties. The top ten Delivered. Foods. Delivered. Delivered. That's what kills me. And pizza's not on the list. How is pizza not? Is this a list? Delivery food ever. Ever. And pizza's not. But we want French fries delivered? No. 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 They get to your house, and guess what they are? Cold and yucky. French fries don't travel well. Come on. And they don't reheat. I guess people reheat them in an air fryer, maybe. Nor do nachos. Yeah, I want when I when I have food delivered, I want it to be edible right then. I don't want to have to do anything to it. I don't want to have to reheat it in an air fryer. I want to plop down on the couch and shit and, and and then these people they want fried pickles delivered? Oh, oh yeah. No. I love fried pickles. No, they're going to be all gooey when Well, you, yeah, they won't be crispy. There's no, yes, they're not going to and, and who delivers fried pickles? <laughs> Who do you call if you crazy? want fried pickles delivered? I've never. We were. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe you're saying this. I was at my daughter's in Dallas. Of course, they've been doing stuff longer than we have. Mm-hmm. They, you know, it's obviously a much larger market. Sure. And and we were we were at her house. It was just her and I. And she said she was wanting bluebell ice cream. Mm-hmm. And she didn't feel like getting out. And, and I didn't know where the grocery stores were. Or right. Whatever. And it was, you know, 930 at night. So she set up one of these apps, and she just ordered blue, a half gallon of Bluebell ice cream to get delivered. $30 gallon. And somebody goes to the store. Picks it up. Buys it, picks it up, and, you, you know. They thought she Aaron, was pregnant. Aaron, they delivered a pint. Oh. 30 freaking dollars. And he said, well, they didn't have the half gallon of the mint chocolate chip. A pint? The 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 pint oh. carton. I was like, oh, this no. is unacceptable. Oh no, take that back. <laughs> oh, that reject the charges. Ridiculous. Oh man, I'd be upset. I'd be upset. So yeah. So <laughs> if you get French fries delivered to your house and they go and they're all soggy, I mean, what recourse do you have? Yeah, exactly. Ah, That's disgusting. Yeah. Just take your happy butt off the couch and go get them. Right. No doubt. <laughs> Oh my or, god! You know it's a Super Bowl party. Yeah, and I don't you want prepare to... for it beforehand. Folks want donut holes delivered. I get that one. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> and nachos? No, I don't want nachos <laughs> delivered. No, they're gross when they Happy get. Happy uh... Friday! Look out the window. There's sunshine. Woo-hoo! Make it a great weekend. One hundred one seven FM seven ten.